Welcome to the Mamas Receive Faith Podcast. It's your host, Tamika Renee. If you are new around here, if you are returning, whatever it may be, welcome. I'm so glad you are here with me. God is glad that you're here, that you pulled up to get this word strictly from him through me, a willing vessel. Through this ministry, my aim is to boldly inspire, empower, and equip you to live an uncommon faith-driven life unaffected by our circumstances. My goal is simply this, boo, is to equip you with mighty mustard seed faith in Jesus Christ alone. Amen. Amen. There was a young man who was handsome, smart, wise, and about his business. Let me just paint this picture for you, yo. He dressed nice, he smelled good, and he wore the most beautiful tailored clothes. This young man had a wealthy father who loved him dearly and who would do almost anything for his son. His father provided him with a dope crib. Hmm. He lived in a high-rise in Buckhead. He had a nice whip to drive to the hibachi spot. And most of all, his father taught him about God as a youth, and he never departed from it. Listen, for all my single sisters, I I know you like, yo, where he at? Where he at, though? Where he at? Because he sounds like a keeper. And he is. (laughs) And he is. Though this young man, this young handsome man had this loving father, the only thing his father asked of him in return is for his son and the rest of their family to not disobey him. The father asked his family, his handsome son included, not to chase the corrupt culture around them. This father did not want his family talking like their friends, talking like their co-workers. He didn't even want them dressing or worshiping or even eating like these people around them. Why? I'm glad you asked. I am glad you asked. It was simply because his family, this father's family, were set apart. With their lips, they told the daddy. They told the father, daddy, we hear you. We won't do anything that you don't want us to do. We're going to obey you, daddy. Don't you worry. Don't you worry. We're going to obey you. But guess what? With their lips, they said one thing. But in their hearts, they did another. As a result of this family's rebellion, guess what happened? (laughs) The father had them all placed in jail. He bought their life. (laughs) He did. He had them all placed in jail. What do you think about this story? Who do you think I'm talking about? I'm talking about you, I'm talking about me, and most of all, I'm talking about the story of Daniel. And I know some of us may be thinking, that old dusty devil, he stayed busy. That family got locked up for nothing. They were locked up, and it wasn't for nothing. Let me tell you, I know we give the dusty devil credit for many 
of the perceived bad things in our lives. But can I tell you that oftentimes we end up in jail, which is simply a metaphor. It's a holding place we don't want to be. We end up in jail oftentimes because of our own decisions. Let me repeat that again for the people in the back. Repeat it again for the people in the back. Repeat it again for the people in the back. Yo, sometimes you end up in that jail because of what you decided. Sometimes I end up in that jail because of what I've decided. Our decisions have consequences. They do. Though what I just said is truth, it is 100% truth, right? There are other times that we end up in jail due to our own disobedience. Yep, you heard right. God will allow for us at times to be in jail, to go to jail, to suffer in jail. Because it is the only thing that will save us from ourselves. And like I told you, this story that I shared wasn't just a story about Daniel. The true story about Daniel is a story about you. A story about me. A story about us. There has been times when we've disobeyed God. And when he's allowed us to be hemmed up. So for the Doubting Debbies and the Doubting Thomases, grab your Bibles because guess what? You already know we read our Bibles around here and I got mine today on my iPad. So <laughs> I'm going to read I, I'm, today. It's going to be from the new King James Version. So grab your Bibles and let's head to the text and read about God allowing his chosen children to go to jail for disobedience. So grab your Bible. We're going to read Daniel chapter one, and I'm going to read verses one through four to you. So you ready? All right, you ready? Let's get it. Let's get it. Let's get it. Daniel one verse one reads in the third year of the reign of Jehoiakim, king of Judah, Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon came to Jerusalem and besieged it. Verse two, and the Lord gave Jehoiakim, king of Judah, into his hand with some of the articles of the house of God, which he carried into the land of Shinar to the house of his God. And he brought the articles into the treasure house of his God. Verse three, then the king instructed Asphenaz, the master of his eunuchs, to bring some of the children of Israel and some of the king's descendants and some of the nobles. Verse four, young men in whom there were was no blemish, but good looking, gifted in all wisdom, possessing knowledge and quick to understand who had ability to serve in the king's palace and whom they might teach the language and literature of the Chaldeans. Thank you, Lord, for the reading of your word, Father. Let me tell you. <laughs> Many of us say with our mouths that we trust God, but in our hearts, we do not. Let me give you some context. This Daniel 1, it starts off 
talking about the children of Israel and how they were essentially taken from their land in Jerusalem and taken into captivity in Babylon or Shinar, right? By King Nebuchadnezzar, who is basically a pagan king who worshiped any and every God under the sun and who came and besieged this land and took God's people with him. But I want you to catch this. I don't know if you have, right? Many of us have. Some of us haven't. So I'm going to reiterate this truth in verse two. The Bible says, and the Lord gave Jehoiakim, king of Judah, into his hand with some of the articles of the house of God. Let me read it in the NLT version. The NLT version says, uh, let, let me just start at verse one. During the third year of King Jehoiakim's reign in Judah, King Nebuchadnezzar of Babylon came to Jerusalem and besieged it. The Lord gave him victory over King Jehoiakim of Judah and permitted him to take some of the sacred items from the temple of God. So essentially, God handed his people over to this pagan king. Why? A lot of people don't talk about this. It's, it was because of their disobedience. <laughs> oh, it got real quiet in here. <laughs> God allowed them to go to jail because of what? Their disobedience. Listen, I know it ain't popular, but it's true. I didn't write this Bible, honey. I'm not even a co-author of this Bible. I'm simply a messenger come to give you the word of God. You cannot just be so consumed in your life that you forget that God is a king, a holy king. And there are things that he requires of you. And that starts with obedience. Many of us say with our mouths that we trust God. But in our hearts, we do not. Let's talk about it. When things don't go your way, do you pout? Do you shout? Do you throw your wig down the street? Like I often would do at times when I would go through things. Honey, I'll be so frustrated and angry and mad at God. Well, he's just sitting there looking at me saying, daughter, get it together. Get it together. You mad, but you are the reason why you're mad, ma'am. <laughs> get it together. Am I the only one who's felt like that? I know I'm not, child. Listen, you can lie to your friends, your mama, your dad, and your brothers too. But listen, God knows the heart. He knows that you've experienced this too. And I know you've experienced this too. This text of Daniel, in your spare time, I keep telling you, read it. There's so much that we can learn from Daniel. So much that we can learn. We have here God's people being catapulted into this land, this foreign pagan land, all because of their disobedience. And not only are they in this land, but a select few of the people of God were chosen to work in the king's palace under his thumbship, under his ruleship. And they had to learn pagan culture, pagan religion, pagan literature, the works. Listen, they had to eat the pagan food. They even had to eat the pagan food. But Daniel is a story about a man, uh, a group of young men, rather, who refused to be like the people they were surrounded by. God is speaking that to you and me today. It doesn't matter where he places us, where he allows us to go and, and whatever purpose he has for that. You don't have to change who you are in your heart, who God created you to be as a result in the places and the things that you are being subjected to. Stay at God's feet. 
And when things don't go your way, don't pout, don't shout, don't get upset. Listen, don't cuss nobody out like I used to because, honey, you know, I already told you I will cuss you, your mom, your dog out, too, and wouldn't think nothing about it. But God has changed me. If he can change me, if he can change my speech, he can change you. And he's trying to do that. A lot of times he places us in these cells, these jails, so that he can do just that to cleanse our hearts, to purify our souls and to heal us. Will you allow him to do it? There's so much we can learn from Daniel. And last week, Daniel 2, we simply talked about, what is that? Oh, the Holy Spirit. He just shared with us lessons from Daniel's death warrant. Thank you, Lord. That's what it was. Lessons from Daniel's death warrant. And as you read the book of Daniel, you'll find out that this petty king, Nebuchadnezzar, he set out a death warrant for Daniel and his friends, along with a lot of other men, all because he was petty. Hmm. He was childish. And if you haven't heard it, go back and listen to last week's episode where we talked about Daniel's lessons from his death warrant. God had a word for us. Child, he did. He gave us lessons on not giving up. He gave us lessons on praying. And also God gave us lessons on resting and how important that is. So listen, tune in as soon as you can and be blessed by it. God sent me here to remind you of this today as well. Your father in heaven, he's better than your earthly father. I said it. I said it. Whether you know your father, whether you knew your earthly father, or whether you never met your earthly father, God is still better. He's better than better. Okay. He's better than better than my natural father who's deceased. He's better than better. Okay. God wants the best for you. He does. You just read the text. God is an amazing, loving, caring father who allowed his children to be taken captive, forced to learn pagan culture, to learn pagan literature, and even to be forced to eat food offered to false gods. Why? Ding, 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 ding. You got it right. I'm so proud of you. You know, because they were disobedient. Because there are consequences to our actions. So look over your life today. Whether you're in a jail right now, whether you're on your way to a figurative jail, know this. We can't blame the dusty devil for our mishaps or things that happen to us. We can't even blame God when bad things happen. I mean, you can, but it's not going to change the fact that he's good. And if he allowed something in your life, there's a greater purpose for it that you know not of. God says in his word that his plans are to give you a future and to give you a hope not to harm you in any way, shape, form or fashion. And I want to tell you this. Your thoughts are not his thoughts and his ways are not your ways. Let him do what he does best. He knows what he's doing. The Lord has three things he wants to remind us of or for us to remember before crossing over into 2024, God willing. Because many of us say with our mouths that we trust God, but in our hearts, we do not. Let's get into it. Three things that God wants us to remember before crossing over in 2024. Number one is this. 
Every decision comes with a price. <laughs> Let me repeat that again for the people in the back. Your decisions come with a price tag. How you doing? How you doing? Bad grammar, good theology. God is a gentleman. God is a gentleman. He will never force his will on us. He is always, always, always wanting us to do the right thing, but he ain't going to force us to do it. (laughs) Choose today who you will serve. Whether you choose God's way or whether you choose the devil's way, you will see the fruit of it in your life. And I just want to tell you this today, sis, or even brother who's listening. Where God is taking you, you cannot afford to be disobedient. It's too expensive. Boo-boo, it's too expensive. It will cost you more than you want to spend. We ain't got time for it. We ain't got time for it. Be obedient, follow God, and make sure your decisions line up with his word and will for your life. If God wouldn't do it, you don't need to do it. If God wouldn't say it, you don't need to say it. If God would not think it, you don't need to think it. Every decision comes with a price. The second thing the Holy Spirit wants us to know before crossing over into 2024 is he loves us. He loves you too much to not Watch you live up to the person he created you to be. God has a plan to give you a future and hope. God has a plan to not harm you. He has a plan to advance you. He has a plan to advance you into the very purpose that he created you to be doing before the foundations of the earth. Think about this. If God ain't going to harm you, why would he sit around and watch you harm you? If God ain't going to harm you, why would he sit around and want you to be harmed by anyone else? Ponder on that. That's that's deep. Ponder on that for a few seconds. I'm going to give you a few seconds. Ponder on that. God will allow jail for you to get your mind right (laughs) and return to your senses. And don't be mad for a long time while you're in jail because I've been there figuratively. I've been locked up figuratively too many times to count. I was mad. 38 hot, as we say. I'm a Bama girl, born and raised. 38 hot. Listen, 38 hot. I was mad while in jail. But when I wisen up, look, that's that country talk. When I wisen up, when I got wise and I put that mirror to my own face, hmm, I learned a lesson and I got out of jail to live, to tell you <laughs> all about it. Glory be to King Jesus, because he know Mika was a hot mess on a stick and he only he could have changed me in my heart. And that's where it start with a clean, purified heart. So learning lessons. Wherever you may be in your life, learn the lessons. Don't cry. Don't mope. It's okay to be mad, but get over it. Learn the lesson. Maturing up. Maturing up. Look, mature up. Be mature. 
<laughs> Listen, child, you know I'm going to make a word up in a minute. Maturing up. Maturing up. And get yourself together. And let me tell you, if God allowed it, does a greater purpose. It ain't to harm you, boo. It's not. I know it feels like it, but it ain't. It ain't. God's people, the tribe of Judah, Daniel's people, the tribe of Judah, they were in a culture and that culture tried to tear them down. But glory be to King Jesus. Greater is he who is in you than he who is in the world. This world that you live in is no different. It's trying to tear you down. And stay at God's feet. Make decisions that you know aligns with his word and his will for your life. And don't harm yourself and don't allow other people to harm you in no way, shape, form, or fashion. Okay? All right, you got it. The third thing that God wants us to remember or to know before crossing over to 2024 is this. You are God's royal priesthood. You are chosen. You are fearfully and wonderfully made. You are gifted and without blemish. Do you believe that? You are without blemish. And the reason you are without blemish is simply because you are covered in the blood of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Like Daniel and the other men chosen to serve under this pagan king, Nebuchadnezzar. The devil wants you to forget who you are. Satan, Lucifer, whatever you want to call him, prince of the air, whatever you want to call it. Look, dusty, dusty devil, because that's what he is. You know, he ain't nothing but a liar and his feet stink. And with that being true, let me tell you this. That dusty liar. He's banking on you to forget who you are. He wants you to become who he wants you to become. Just like King Nebuchadnezzar tried to change the name, the identity of Daniel and his three friends. The devil's trying to do the same thing. God already told us in his word, there's nothing new under the sun. Daniel, Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah were all chosen they were from the tribe of Judah, chosen, handsome, smart, loving men who feared the true and living God. And even in the midst of being in Babylonia, they refused to bow down and do what that evil king wanted them to do. You got to be the same way. And that's just point blank, point blank, period. There's people, there's things around you that's trying to pull you away from the true and living God. He sent me here today to remind you that he is your king. He is to be obeyed and he alone will get you out of that jail. Whether he allowed it or whether you put yourself there, he alone is the only one who can get you, get you out. He just is. Stay encouraged in the midst of your afflictions, in the midst of your jail, in the midst of your hard time, in the midst of your lack, in the midst of your loneliness, in the midst of your confusion, in the midst of your anger. Know that God is with you. Your best days 
are ahead. I'm always telling you this. And I know you know. And if you're new around here, listen, I'm going to tell you this. To the day I leave this earth, your best days are ahead. As my mama always tells me, especially this week, I have not felt well at all. December, I'm always fasting. It's no different the entire month fasting. And then I do for a set time, whatever time period the Lord gives me, the Holy Spirit speak to me. Hey, I need you to do your midnight prayers or between midnight and 3 a.m. I need you to do it for this set time frame. That's what I'm doing now. Even like today, midnight, prayed with my sweet Carla, my sweet friend Carla. She's the best. My prayer warrior friend. She's the best. And let me tell you, let me pause right here, honey. If you ain't got nobody in your squad that's praying with you, hmm, and these warfare hours and praying over you daily, listen, you better get you one. You better get you one of them. Mm-hmm. You better get you one of them. It's only God given. I thank God for her. I thank God for all the people God that, that God has placed in my life. I can just name y'all out, but I just love y'all so. But I'm talking about Carla specifically because we're praying and fasting this month, right? This entire month of December, I'm fasting and praying every day. I'm a prayer warrior. I've been called to, to be an intercessor. So it, it listen, it's in my DNA. It's in my God DNA. But I just said all that to say, um, getting up and praying with her at, at these hours, like, whoo. It's so humbling. It's it's so rewarding. There's some, some days where we're so tired and there's other days where we're like, we could just up, just praising, 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 just thanking God. And today was one of those days. And I just thank God just for the ability to sit at his feet. I thank God for allowing me to come and feed you his sheep. I appreciate you for listening. And I'm just want to remind you that God is rooting for you. The devil's job is to steal, kill, and destroy. And even in the midst of my fasting and praying and praying over you and all that concerns you, God is reminding me to let you know that there are some things that he will do for you, but there are some things that only you can do for you. He ain't going to do it for you. He ain't going to do what you can do for you. Everything that you cannot do, he will do. And I just pray over you that his will be done on earth as it is in heaven concerning you, your life, your family, your loved ones, and everything connected to you. And Lord, you better take over this podcast. Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, I thank you for my sister. I thank you for my brother who may be listening right now. Lord, I pray in the name of Jesus that you continue to instill in them a spirit of steadfast spirit of prayer in the name of Jesus. Lord, forgive us. Forgive them for all of their sins and iniquities, oh God. Lord, I pray over them, their family, their their household, and everything and everyone connected to them, oh God. Father, I pray in the name of Jesus that you continue to bless them with a spirit that is obedient to your word and will. Lord, I pray in the name of Jesus above all, Lord, that everything that you have set out for them to accomplish in this earth, Lord, may it be done exponentially, oh God. Father, thwart any plan and scheme of the enemy to stop them from doing the things that you've called them to do, oh God. Father God, I pray that you continue with any and every spirit of opposition in their lives, in their minds, bodies, and souls. Lord, touch them. Touch my brother. Touch my sister in the name of Jesus, oh God. You are Rapha. Father, heal them in every area, Lord, even the deep, dark places that they know not. Reveal it to them, oh God, so that they may come to you and pour out their hearts to you, Lord God, so that they may be healed and whole. That is your will for them. And I thank you, Lord, 
for this day. I thank you for this time together. I thank you, Lord God, that you sent them here to be blessed by your spirit and your word. Lord, we thank you for your word. We thank you for the grace. We thank you for the mercy, Lord God, that you are bestowing upon all of your children. Lord, even in the midst of any jails that we may be in or find ourselves in in the future, Lord, help us to seek you. Help us, Lord God, to not succumb to the things, the darkness around us, Lord. You said that we are the light of the earth. We are the salt of the earth, Lord. Help us in every situation to make it taste good, Lord. Help us, Father God, to be the beacon of light that you called us to be. Bless my brother. Bless my sister, Lord God, with everything that they need in your appointed time, oh God. Give them wisdom. Sharpen their discernment, Lord God, to hear from you like never before. Lord, I thank you and I bless you in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Listen, Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit, he just took over and I'm here for it. I'm here for it. I am here for it. God loves you so. God loves you so. Don't be like the many people who say with their mouths that they trust God, but in their hearts they don't. Because oftentimes we do that. Oftentimes we do that. Know that this Christian walk is a journey. And know that there are some times that are going to be hard. Very hard. But we must endure. That's a greater purpose for our afflictions, for our hard times. And we must learn to listen to God and to be obedient. Obedience is better than sacrifice. God don't care about your sacrifices and my sacrifices if we ain't obedient. Period. And I want to leave you with this before we go today. Your decisions matter. (laughs) Your decisions matter. God ain't going to let you get in the way of his plans for your life. He just ain't. You belong to him. Your life was bought at a price. Let your daily actions reflect what you believe in your heart. Because guess what? Truth be told, what you believe in your heart, it's going to reflect in your actions. If I believe God is going to heal me, there's some things that I'm going to make sure I'm doing, like exercising and eating right. Right? Mm-hmm. If Noah believed that God was going to make it rain, guess what he was going to start doing? Building that darn ark. Yep. He wasn't going to wait for the rain. He was going to build that ark. So let your life, let my life, let it reflect such. Our decisions matter. And God ain't going to let us get in the way of his plan for our lives. We belong to him. I feel like I just need to reiterate what I just said. We belong to him. And our daily actions must reflect such. And even bigger than that, your faith must stay on swole let your faith stay on swole look and if your faith real skinny it's okay grab the coattails of a friend 
or somebody close to you until it gets stronger. And that's okay. Surrogate faith. It's okay. Make your faith stronger by standing on God's word. Make your faith stronger by praying. Make your faith stronger by worshiping. Make your faith stronger by giving to others and doing the will of your father in heaven. Okay. All right. I think you got it. You got it. You got it. And I'm so proud of you. Boo. Tune in next week to talk more about Daniel. God has some more lessons for us to glean from until we get into 2024. He has a word for us. He has so much to reveal to us as we prepare to tiptoe into 2024. God willing. Are you excited? Are you excited? I know I am. We're almost done with 2023. And child, let me tell you, it has flown by. It seems like it was just January 2023. And look, we're about to tap tiptoe into 2024. And I'm just, I'm here for it. I'm elated. I'm elated. Boo, thank you for listening. Thank you so very much for listening. Make sure you follow, you like, you share, you comment on Instagram, YouTube, and the other social media platforms where you may find my content give my podcast if it bless you at all a five-star rating on the spotify and apple podcast or wherever you may be listening from and look i forgot to tell you last week but baby this week i did not forget listen listen your girl online now pull up sign up for our free faith toolkit on my what website oh who has a website? Your sister has a website. MyMustardSeedFaith.com is the website for my ministry. If you need prayer, hit me up there and I got you. And no, I'm always praying for you. You already know. If you've been around here for a minute, you already know. I am always and will always pray for you as long as I have breath in my body. I love you. I thank God for you. I pray your week is blessed, beyond blessed. I pray that the favor of the true and living God chase you down like never before. God willing, I'll catch you in the next episode. Peace.